Will Tommy finally flash us his vagina? Will my husband ever be willing to watch this show again after the disappointment of this episode? What will the attention whore do next to win Ollie's affection? Will the island ever be exciting again? All this and more on this episode of Rogero. My name is Oliver Queen. For five years, I was stranded on an island with only one goal. Survive. Oliver Queen is alive. Now I will fulfill my father's dying wish to use the list of names he left me and bring down those who are poisoning my city. To do this, I must become someone else. I must become something else. Hello and welcome to Rogue Arrow Podcast, episode 17. So this week we are talking about the episode, The Huntress Returns. As always, I am Daniel Janes. I'm Chris O'Neill. I'm Rudy Schubach. And I am Laurel Mers. We're back. After two weeks off of no era, we are back. Uh, before, we missed everybody. Yeah. We missed you guys. It was, it was a very lonely two weeks. I missed you guys. I, I felt weird not talking to you guys. You know, right? Right? Yeah, so definitely. weird. Yeah, we've got some uh, feedback. We've got some audio feedback. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, Rogue Arrow Podcast. This is Joel Mingle from TV. I just wanted to take a moment and say that your podcast is quite possibly one of the coolest podcasts I've found recently. I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Uh, the young lady on the show, you sound incredibly sexy. How you doing? Hey, it's nice to meet you. What are you doing tonight? Anyway, guys, keep up the great work. I'm enjoying every moment of it. It's fun as hell. Again, just keep up the great work. Have a great time. Bye-bye. Oh, my. Yeah. Oh, my. What are you doing later tonight, Laurel? Um, <laughs> I'm drinking beer with my lesbian neighbors. And uh. making out with my husband. Sorry, fellas. This bitch is taken. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa. I call women bitches. <laughs> well, listen. <laughs> I appreciate it, and you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, Arrow. <laughs> so, Arrow. Yeah, big, big thanks goes out to uh, Joel Mangle from Fuel New Reviews. Uh, if you want us to post a link to your page and your... In, in our website, go ahead and send that to us because for whatever reason I couldn't find the page that you suggested. Uh, yeah, good stuff. Um, so yeah, as, as I mentioned last time, the first person to give us a call will get a prize. So I'm going to be sending Joel some comics here probably on Monday, hopefully on Monday, if I can get out of the apartment in time to do so. Um, but we are also having a competition of sorts. What? Uh, we, what, what, what? We, we need a logo. We need a Rogue Arrow podcast logo. So logo? any listeners out there who are, you know, graphically like inclined. to do stuff like that, graphically inclined, if you will, send us uh, an image of... Rogue Arrow podcast. I don't care if you just take the uh, Arrow logo and just write Rogue in front of it and podcast after it. I'd be okay with that. But we need something and something better than I can do. 
Preferably, I would like a 1400 by 1400 pixel cover and the in JPEG or PNG format. So if you could do that, send those over to aeropodcast at gmail.com. Just uh, send us a logo, uh, and you could win some more comics. I've got a I'm couple totally going to do that. I want to win more comics. <laughs> got a couple of Aero comics, the uh, the online comics that are in, reprinted in actual physical form that I will send you, as well as some modern-day Green Arrow comics. Very quickly, speaking of comic books, I went to a comic book place in um, Chicago while I was in town over spring break, and I picked up the the hardcover special edition of the Avengers versus X Men book, nice. and and then the trade paperback of the aftermath of that arc as well. I haven't gotten to the aftermath yet, but the book itself is really good, um, really well written, and and the character arcs are really cool. And Scott Summer ends up, ends up in jail. It's pretty sweet. What comic place? Ah, uh, I don't remember. There's a place right in the middle of downtown, like two blocks away from Millennium Park. Okay. I haven't been there. Right next to a currency shop. Nice. Apparently the day after that, which was when they were celebrating St. Patrick's Day, the Ghostbusters showed up, so Nice. They're kinda of, they're kind of a big deal. <laughs> Good stuff. Um so a few weeks ago, like right after we recorded our last one, they had the Paley Festival and there was a aero panel there. I think it's on YouTube and or Hulu if you wanted to go check it out. I will try to find links to put in the show notes. Uh, I I watched it. It doesn't really give away anything, which is good. But it pretty much just gave us the confirmation that they did take a lot from Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy and the Longbow Hunters series and the Green Arrow Year One series. So, yeah. So we were yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, and one more thing awesome. of Arrow news before we get into the episode. Manu Bennett, the guy who plays Deathstroke, or the guy who plays Slade Wilson and not the evil Deathstroke. But yeah, he apparently got upta- updated to a regular for season two. Yeah. So that's good. He'll be joining uh, Colton Either we're going to have more island stories or we're going to have him in Starling City. Yeah. Either, Either of which I think are cool things. So. Yeah, as long as it's not as lame as this week's episode. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we've got Deathstroke and Roy Harper and Felicity Smoke all coming back as regulars for next season. Which one does Felicity Smoke play? Felicity Smoke's the character, played by oh. Emily Bett Records. Okay. I'm with you. Her last name is Smoke? S-M-O-A-K. Smoke. Smoke. Okay. Yeah, so that's that's that. That's a little more yeah. understandable. All right, cool. Laurel, launch us off, Papa. Yo, hey, where you been? Oh, I thought I'd give myself a rare morning in. Don't look at me like that. The club is opening finally. McKenna and I are going on date number six tonight, which is significant. And uh, I don't know. Seemed like a good day to give the bad guys a rest. Well, it's the bad girls that I'm worried about. Helena. 
Yes, or as I like to call her, your psycho ex-girlfriend. Episode 17, Huntress Returns, aired on March 20th, 2013, written by Jake Coburn and Lana Cho, and directed by Guy B. Laurel, take it away. Uh, <laughs> all right, so... Listen, I let my I can't convince my husband to watch with me. Oh, this uh, week? I know, this week. So I was like, I gave him like the whole story and I was like, it's gonna be great. And then he was at the end he was like, Yeah, this is was this a normal episode, honey? And I was like, No, it's a dumb one. I'm sorry. So excuse me while I give you the worst synopsis ever because it was a terrible show this week. So Huntress is back in town acting as a stripper to take out her dad's lawyer and um, strip him down for information about where dad is. So Ollie and Tommy are in a fight over Ollie's secrecy, and I still don't know why Tommy has yet to flash us his vagina. Lance and Laurel finally meet to work things out and end up fighting over Elizabeth from ER's return to mother them and her belief that Dr. Green, um, oops, wrong show, I mean... Sarah is still alive and on <laughs> one of the remote islands where Ollie was found. Arrow's attempt to take the uh, day off leads to the Huntress twisting his, no wait, Tommy's arm in an attempt to take down Daddy. A chase that uh, ends badly for both Arrow and the Huntress, who, by the way, has tuned in, turned into a serious attention whore while abroad in Europe. The attention whore ends up in jail and Ollie has to bail her out right before she nearly gives him up. Let's just finish out this lame storyline. The attention whore uses our oracle to find her dad. Ollie and the copper finally make it in a bedroom, hotly, uh, just in time for her to... Huh? Nothing. (laughs) Just in time for her to get done down by the huntress on the prowl for daddy, while too slow Joe Arrow reaches longingly and cries, No! By the way, (laughs) huntress caught that arrow? Really? That's some bullshit right there. She was, she was training for that move in Budapest. Yeah, bullshit. Anyway, Red Arrow storyline was this. Speedy runs into him. Okay, this is how I'd like to do this. Girl runs into boy. Girl cons friend into giving boy a job. Boy doesn't show. Girl goes after him. Boy turns up his nose at girl. Girl sulks away. Girl gets jumped. Boy jumps the jumpers. Boy gets stabbed. Girl gets boy sutures. Boy gets woozy. Girl and boy snog. End of snoryline. Snoryline. I like that. Uh, meanwhile, back on the island, Ollie figures out how to take down the missile launcher by removing the SD card or some shit, and then they try to use it as leverage <laughs> to get off the island, which we all know they won't right away, because uh, unless he goes back, whatever the fuck. I don't know. So anyway, will Tommy finally flash us his vagina? Will my husband ever be willing to watch this show again after the disappointment of this episode? What will the attention whore do next to win Ollie's affection? Will the island ever be exciting again? All this and more on this episode of Rogero. <laughs> it's well like done. it's like you're the announcer from Danger Mouse. I know that's my point. Oh, okay. I'm glad that I figured it out then, finally. <laughs> Where do you think I got it from? I don't know. Or like the end of those Batman. Like, wasn't it old Batman episodes? Probably. With what's his name? Uh, Where like, will Batman and Robin get 
make out together. No. Will no, Robin's butt fall out of his pants? Batman accidentally I mean, screw him in it. In the butt. <laughs> screw him in it. Oh man. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Not the best episode. Not my favorite is, I mean, I still, uh, uh, see, I was watching with one of my roommates too. I was watching with Lieza and she's watched maybe two episodes and she's liked the ones that she's seen, but this was not, it was, it was not indicative of its, of, of its former glory, you know, but I mean, yep. yeah, the show, the, I, I mean, mean, is it worse than that other episode that we watched that one time where we really hated that one as well? No, I didn't hate that one though. I hated this. You know what I think this one lacked? Mm. Well, at least among other things, abs. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody took their shirt off sure. this episode. It did make up by having stripper hunters. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but that wasn't that hot. No. Yeah. She didn't even show her belly. <laughs> There were some um, yeah, funny I mean, lines, though. Where there were some the... great lines. One of my favorite lines in the episode is, are you okay? Oh, my God, you're bleeding. Yeah, that's what happens when you get stabbed. <laughs> yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. I think my favorite was a dig one, but I have to find it. Oh, Diggs, when he was like, you'd have killed her by now if she looked like me instead of the T-Mobile girl. <laughs> yes, that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, Dig was good. The, this episode just didn't seem to have any, I don't know, like, gravity to it. it there wasn't a whole lot yeah. going on until, like, halfway through, which I think well, was the I mean, issue. The the problem was is there was the, the ever-present threat of the hunters giving uh, Arrow's identity away. But, I mean, there was really only one point in time where that might have happened, and that wasn't even a very powerful scene. Like when, when she's being interrogated by detective Lanson and what's her name? McKenna. McKenna. Uh, I, I just didn't feel like what she kept doing this whole thing. She was like, Oliver queen, blah, 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 more storyline stuff to like try and psych him out. But I don't know. It just wasn't, it wasn't well written and there weren't high stakes. I agree with you. Well, and I will say this. I discovered while at work this week that there's this guy who works in IT who watches Arrow, and so we've been chatting about it at lunchtime. And he might have already given away to me that, like, he was like, well, you know the Huntress tries to give up Ollie. And I was like, blah, blah, don't tell me. And he was like, but they don't believe her. And I was like, oh, my God, this sucks. Because that was really the only thing in the episode that was, like, worth sitting on the edge of your seat for. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of went into it with, like, it was kind of already a ruined episode. But then I was kind of like, well, but I'm ex I was really excited for the Hunters to come back. When they had, like, the, you know, before, you know, this last time on Arrow, and the Huntress was part of it, I was like, oh, we're excited for her to be back, because they totally made out last time she was here, and, you know, we're still kind of hoping she'll turn out to be good. Nope. There was, like, I, no redreaming qualities about her well, character this time she, around. She, she was a sniveling, attention whore business. She's she's cracked. She's gone psychotic. She's she's so like focused on this revenge plot that she literally that's all she can think about. And anytime anyone's not literally helping her do that, then they're against her. So she's just become this right, sort of non-dimensional character who who only has one driving factor and isn't isn't deep at all. You know, 
beforehand when, right. when we and wanted her to be a romantic interest for Oliver, it's like we saw this part where she was sort of on the razor's edge between psycho and superhero and and what happened before sort of pushed her off of that edge. And so we don't we're not we're not watching her teeter, we're watching her fall. Right, but we're also I'm also had a real problem with Oliver's sort of stand with her dad. Like he would take that he would take that person out if it wasn't Huntress's dad. Like he's a murderer who's I mean like I I can't understand his position. Maybe you can explain it to me. I don't know why she he doesn't want to take out the Huntress's father. Like so because much so that he's willing to like serving justice the legitimate way. He's already been what tried does that look and like? found guilty. He kills people. He's been tried and felt guilty. And now he's being released. Well, he didn't know that. <laughs> he did, and then he still was re- hesitant to go. Well, go ahead. Anyway, I'm. I don't understand it. Yeah, it doesn't really seem to make sense why he would be so adamant against, you know, Frank getting killed. I think the difference is Oliver never really sets out to kill them. He just wants them to reform. And pay for their shit. And then when they don't, he has to, you know, raise the stakes and be like, I gave you a chance. You didn't take it. That would be my That's true. He doesn't tend to, to kill people who aren't actively trying to kill himself, you know. Mm-hmm. He otherwise is mostly trying to convince. Yeah, usually it's like, I need you You need to pay reparations and donate and blah, 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 or I'm going to take a nut. Um, yeah, Oliver uses killing as a last resort, and Huntress is kind of jumping the gun to that point. Well, but she's not She's not going after anyone. And she, she's only going after one person in specific. She's like, I'm going to get to my dad because he's an asshole and killed my ex-husband, fiancé guy, uh, and I'll kill whoever I need to to get there. Which is why I don't love her character anymore because she doesn't have, like I said, she's not she's not deep anymore. She's she's one note, and all she does is come in and be manic and crazy, and and fuck shit up. <laughs> yeah, she's just a she's just a psychopath. She can't be the she can't be the heroine and be like that. Yeah. And also, how did she lure Tommy downstairs? I think she grabbed him and then yanked him downstairs. Yeah. I thought, because there was kind of a, hey, do you remember me kind of thing? And then the next scene is he's having his arm twisted off. Mm. Well, that's like sort of the whole, the way the whole episode went. Like, you know, it was like thing to thing to thing. There, I felt like the, you know, transitions weren't good. The fight scenes were lame. The driving after people chase scenes were lame. Like... My, I mean, it was like the worst thing to show to a man to say, watch this show with me all the time. <laughs> yeah, the but show I, was man. only good for the first 30 seconds. Because <laughs> <laughs> of the strip joint, Chris? I mean, <laughs> yeah. they, they can't all be winners, and you can only hope that their bad episodes are are relatively low. Like, the the amount of suck that they bring to the table is relatively low. You know, yeah. No show has a hundred percent good show rating, I think. Yeah. You know what's really funny because the character who you said was what's her name from ER. To yeah. to most of the people who I run with, they're like, "Oh my god, that's River Song, who's from Doctor." I know, right? 
Oh, she's so in the ER. That's who she was talking about. Yeah, I totally yeah. knew. Yeah. I heard that. Mom said so too, but I only remember her as Elizabeth on ER. Dr. Green's wife, who is British. Did you know that the guy who uh who what's the name of the guy who plays uh Papa Merlin Merlin Senior? Yeah, he's um, oh, I don't know his John name, but he's on John Berriman. He's on Torchwood. He's on Doctor Who. He's also originally Scottish. Really? Yeah, he was Scottish. He, he lived in Scotland Scottish until he was like six or seven, and then he moved to L.A. with his family, and then he started getting cast as an actor as an American. So, like when people when he when he starts speaking in a Scottish accent in interviews and stuff, people always freak out because he's like yeah no i i grew up i grew up in america from about six on but whenever i'm talking to my mom i was just reckon the scottish and it's really funny because it's cool to hear him speaking in scottish accent oh wow anyway berman scottish there you go well my we're God, on... this guy from work i know said he's also raging homosexual oh yeah oh, oh yes yeah. uh listen to the nerdist podcast where they talk to him and yeah he yeah. talks about his partner all the time it gets it gets pretty dirty <laughs> it's hilarious like but it gets really dirty uh i like that while, <laughs> while we're on the topic of actors in this show and other stuff they're in apparently manu bennett uh slade wilson is the voice of azog the uh white goblin uh i don't know the the big white orc in the hobbit movies Oh yeah, the one, yeah, the big fat one. No, the uh, the big, the main villain. The oh, oh, the wow. one who rides the white, the white uh, bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that that was a good realization. Cool. cool. And of course, Arrow's been in negotiations with um to, for the role, one of the roles in um Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. Yep. Which uh, is like Twilight. Yeah, that'd be we actually talked about I've that in our Cinemasters podcast yesterday. Yes, we did. Did you also discuss how disappointing it is that Emma Watson won't be playing no, the female counterpart? No, we did not talk about that, but that that was Who's pretty much the universal. We don't know. It's super, super, super early. But one of the people who has been had had he has had a meeting with them. Yeah. It doesn't so mean swap. arrow. So arrow. <laughs> I mean, they're. The main thing that uh, gives away that this episode isn't a great episode. I mean, there's there's a scene where Detective Lance is fighting a stapler. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most compelling fight scene in the show. Yeah. Yes, really. Let's talk about that. I mean, I mean stapler is going to join the team. I mean, is he going to revolt against Lance well, and then become part of Arrow's posse? He probably knows the stapler. I mean, knows that that Oliver is, and he. I, it just depends on whether or not he's a stapler for justice or a stapler for um, revenge. Revenge. There you go. Good. Right. There's a little known um, comic number thirty-two from the first Green Arrow, a stapler that was black. Um, was Whoa! Why do you have to make this about race? Back. Yeah, that's so racist. <laughs> Fun uh, fact, one really of Oliver's it. trick arrows is the stapler arrow, and it pins people to a wall. I just made that up. Okay. It, that not might true. not actually be made up. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, we get the name of the club this week, Club Verdant, which, of course, is a 
term for the club looked really cool i mean i would never go to it because i don't go Mm -hmm. to clubs but it looks like a cool place to be Mm -hmm. and the music that he they were playing at the club seemed really cool steve aoki he's a guy that does music that was another good line uh when speedy said good job oliver this place doesn't totally suck (laughs) (laughs) oh man yeah, and he has a line about, like, somebody asked him how he got Steve Aoki, and he's like, oh, I dated his sister. <laughs> it was it was McKenna. Yeah. Said to McKenna. It was McKenna. I'm like, how many people is he going to admit to dating to his girlfriend currently? They don't want to hear about that. <laughs> Some girls like that. Oh, really? The so let's man. talk about Dinah's mother, or Laurel's mother, Dinah Lentz. I don't know what to think about that whole thing. Like the idea that Sarah survived and is like in some sort of custody kind of thing from that picture was kind of cool. But like that whole idea of detective Lance being all like, I don't want to talk about it just because it's taken me this long to not think about her every day. Like it, it seemed compelling, but also kind of jarring. Like he came out of nowhere and then it was like, front burnered into the story text and it just seemed out of place but it might have been because we just finished i don't know we just finished an arc and they needed something else to start sort of bubbling yeah i love how she shows up giving me like i'm not like all hot and bothered for the next show because i'm not really like into watching the huntress keep making trouble because she's just being such a lame broad about it a bitchy hoe bag? She's being a bitchy hoe bag. How many girlfriends do you have, Oliver? Oliver, help me chase down my dad. Oliver, Oliver, I'm going to tell on you. And then she killed like 10 state marshals. That's the other thing that Arrow doesn't do is kill police officers. Exactly. Yeah. Unless, Unless they're corrupt. That's true. Fact, true fact. Or he really, oh. really needs to. <laughs> I just the love how Dinah has a single picture of a girl that looks kind of like Sarah, and that's enough for the plot to be Sarah's alive. Yeah. Well, and I'm, I am glad that they made Detective Lance finally be like, all right, I'm going to listen to you. Even though it was begrudgingly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I care. Well, I mean, presumably, no, I don't know. You can't even you can't even say well because Sarah's alive. That means she's potentially super powered as well, because she if she had to survive on the island, she probably had to make some sacrifices. But if she had to survive on the island, she probably could have made it home by now, just like all of us. Okay, but if she survived on the islands and is wearing a pair of Toms, she can't be that bad off unless she was one of the kids that they gave them to because she didn't have any shoes. Oh my god, shiz. Let's get some shiz. <laughs> I was going to oh ask, guys. The uh, writer of this episode, have they written any other episodes? I'm sure they have. That's a damn, that's a damn question. That's a Arrow Wiki question. Jake Coburn has not out. written anything yet. Uh, he's got another one coming up later on. Oh, good. And Lana Cho helped write An Innocent Man and Betrayal. 
Which which oh. are there either of those the ones that we really didn't like? No. An innocent man is the first one or is the one where it's episode four where uh the got the wrongly accused guy, Peter Declan. Out of the prison? Yeah. Yeah, I remember enjoying that one. And Betrayal was episode five, the first appearance of Deathstroke. Or no, that's totally wrong. Thirteenth episode. Betrayal is the thirteenth episode where we get Cyrus Vanch released from prison. Oh yeah, I remember that one being good too. So Well what's the new guy? It's supposed to be this other guy. It must be the new guy, yeah. Could be it could just be uh you know, they didn't have a great uh story to begin with and they couldn't do much with it. Yeah. Or maybe the, I don't know. I can't speculate. I don't know what the writing process is like, especially on a weekly. Yeah. Uh it, who knows? It's just let's just hope it was a fluke and that it continues to get better. Well, I mean, the other thing is, is a lot of times when we have a really bad episode in in the in the lineup, there's a really strong episode either preceding or or proceeding afterwards. Yeah. So let's hope that next week is just fucking bomb because that's what we've been seeing is kind of a weak episode followed by just something to knock your socks off. Yeah. I, I mean, we didn't really even get any to- Tommy and Oliver aftermath. Like they kind of talk about <laughs> it's it. It's just like two scenes, one of which where they're mad at each other and one of which where they're made when they've made up. Yeah. I feel one like if that like, was the center of this episode, it, it could have worked out <laughs> a lot better. <laughs> The first conversation was like, I can't believe you didn't tell me. And the last the last conversation, without having any other conversations or, or sort of movement in either, in either character, was like, you know, I guess I, I guess I kind of understand why you didn't tell me. <laughs> what? <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just had to think about it, but I totally changed my mind. You, oh, yeah, you're, no, you're cool. totally right. This sucks for you. <laughs> <laughs> I did like the island scenes. Although it it wasn't a lot that what they had was a good setup for later. Yeah. Meh. It's it's two tower syndrome. They've got a lot of storylines that are in the middle, and none mm. of them that are really well at the beginning, and none of them that are really well at the end. I'm sad McKenna's going Listen, away for a while. Cause she's pretty. I was stoked when it was like gonna try to use it for leverage for something, anything at all. But I mean, my first thought was oh, maybe he's gonna try to get um, Yao Fei, and then yeah. he was like, "We want off the island." I was like, "Oh, come on!" You fucking kidding me right now? We want Yao Fei and his daughter. Yeah, we right. want like, I don't know, your head on a platter. There's so many things you could have asked for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't. It just know. seems like the lamest of them all. Yeah, I I don't know. It's just an episode. That happened, and we have to accept it and move on. Well, it's in the past now, and you can't change the past. So exactly, can't go backwards. You can't take it back to CW. Can't you can't take it back. It's too late to apologize. Oh my gosh, I kept. There were so many CW moments too, like just kind of weird, sad-ish, like emotional conversations between everybody, and I'm like. Meh. 
There was this one good line between McKenna and Oliver where where Oliver was talking about how hard it was to be in a relationship because of the lives that they lead. And McKenna says to him, well, the first step is finding someone you never have to apologize to. And I was like, oh. And then I was like, I'm going to stop apologizing to Claire. And then I was like, no, that's probably a bad idea. Yeah, I was like, that, that's bullshit. That's fine. You find somebody you regularly apologize to because they see you at your worst and they like you anyway. That's marriage. No, you're missing see you the point. See you when you haven't shaved your leg. Act like a jerk every once in a while, and they're like, "Oh man, that hurts my feelings." Like you have to be like, "Oh, I'm sorry," but they still don't leave. But any of the other people on the planet, if you were like your real self in front of them, they would just leave, and then you would know they're not the one. The ones that don't leave, that's the one. She never said you don't apologize okay. to them. You find someone you don't have to apologize to, but you still apologize all the time. That's oh, how. That okay. Works. Well, she didn't say it like that. Right. Well, yeah, I don't know th- about this that, but... episode suffered too much from CW syndrome, where it's all like, "Yeah, we need to have relationships building." We need to we need to build some relationships this episode. And no then more action. Destroy this some relationships. Bullshit. No more plots. They didn't destroy very. Oh, I guess they destroyed. The I'm just relationship with everybody. Well, I don't think their relationship is destroyed. They're just she's just going to rehab. They're on a, a break. Yeah, which means he can totally bang the Huntress and then come back, I guess. <laughs> and that part know. of the show I'm going to enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's going to be, like, crazy. Uh, well, no, I guess that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I don't know. Well, it's going to be crazy, and then it's going to be crazy. Crazy. <laughs> and then we got Thea and Roy Harper getting it on. Oh yeah, that was funny because Liza was sitting there with me when that when that scene came on where she he was getting the shots, um, and she's like, "Oh, that's what I need." And I was like, "A hot girl to make out with you when you're getting shots?" She's like, "Well, not a girl." It's <laughs> <laughs> like fair enough. Yeah, it just it seemed out of place and unnecessary. It was. I don't know. It kind of helped build the relationship between Roy and and Speedy. But that was the only reason for it. Like, it, yeah. it was pretty heavy-handed. That it's like, okay, we need some excuse for these two to kiss. Okay, here we go. Well, we need, the, we need some excuse Beatles. for these two connect to connect, and the only way Thea knows how to connect is by kissing. Yeah. I don't know. So consensus is not the best episode. Nope. Six out of ten. Six? I think that's a bit generous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Three? Yeah. Oh, damn. I'm with you. See, I think that I think that if it's less than a five, it's a it's a it's an episode that would make me stop watching the show. Like it would have to be a pretty big derailment, shark jumpy kind of episode for me to be like, that was so bad, it's got a thirty percent. That is less than an F. I gave it a D. I would Maybe like it. to give this a one in the hopes that this is the worst episode we will ever see of this show. <laughs> so that this will be like the bottom end of the spectrum for this show. Yep, I think that that's the way to do it. That, I like so. that. That's a good idea. Alrighty. Um, 
I don't have anything else to say about this episode. It's sad really. because on episodes that we don't particularly love, it's hard for us to get excited about scenes, and we don't have scenes to be excited and talk excitedly about, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go play outside in the sun before it goes away. Awesome. It's already dark over here. But I did, I did step outside in pajamas, no shoes, and a t-shirt today, and I was not immediately frostbitten. That's crazy, because it's been really nice here all week until today. Huh. That means we're about to get that, damn it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's it's hot here. It was That's because it's summertime degrees. out where you are. It's about to be fall, right? It's already fall. Do we even have a tag for this show? I mean, usually we have like a funny thing to say at the end. I feel like we don't even have one of those this time. It's just ultimately disappointing. I think we know what happened to Tommy's mom. Tommy's dad is gay. <laughs> I tried. That's Maybe actually where he went for the for the two years that he was gone. He went to one of those pray the gay away camps. <laughs> and they taught him archery. <laughs> nice. Replacing butt sex with archery. That's how much he liked butt sex. <laughs> You're still yeah, trying to hit the target with the shaft. That's why he's such a good shot. <laughs> yeah. just it's also why he's so angry, you know? Yeah. But he out because he hasn't had sex in a while, you know? He just really needs to get some sodomy on. Literally, he needs to get some tail. <laughs> yes. Uh. Yes. <laughs> Punches for puns. Yo. Can you help me out? I think I'm lost. Where's downtown at? I, I, I don't know. Maybe you can give us some directions. Or better yet, some uh, fun. You okay? You're bleeding! Yeah, that's what happens when you get stabbed. Alright guys, let's wrap this shit up. Yeah. As always, you should uh, contact us by going to roguearrow.blogspot.com. Or As you can see, if you send us a voice clip, we will play it on the air. That's true. And you could leave voicemails at 909-ARROW-07. Uh, send us an email with uh, your logos for Rogue Arrow Podcasts. And you can send those at, to arrowpodcast at gmail.com. Also, find us on Facebook and rate and review us on iTunes by searching Rogue Arrow Podcast. We're so demanding of our listeners. That's uh-huh. so crazy. And yet Get people still work. don't do that. But yeah, uh, if you want to win comics, definitely send us a logo and we'll give the winner some comics. And it maybe works. Some, I got uh, comics from Dan just up. yesterday. It's true. And yeah, I don't even know what he did to win those. I guess just be uh, on podcast. Generally awesome. Yeah, a little bit of that too. Uh, again, thanks to Ron Rigo for putting on putting us on his site over at havenshine.com. Go check out the other stuff on that site. It's some pretty good stuff over there. Check out our other podcasts, being Mainframe Chronicle and the Cinemasters podcast. What's going on on Cinemasters? Say what? What what one are we about to publish for Cinemasters? Um, well, the, uh, last one we did just went up. The revenge thrillers just went up. 
And Case Stew Showdown will be up in a little bit. Nice. Uh, another week and a half or so by the time this goes up. Uh, yeah, you can check out the other podcasts at almppodcasts.blogspot.com. Uh, anybody else want to plug anything? Negative. Nope. Sweet. Your mom. <laughs> <Awesome>. Gross. Cool. <laughs> Uh yeah, you could follow me on Twitter if you want. I'm not very exciting, but that's amazing base, amazing B A S S. Uh, uh, well, I'm a yeah. freelance scenic designer. You can look at my website at rudycs.com. Nice. Sure, why not? <laughs> you can also try and add me on Twitter, but I don't really do anything, and that's um. Dan, what's my Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know. That's how often he At uses Chris it. Chris O'Neill, I think. <laughs> Chris O'Neill, eighty-four. Yeah, that one. I'm older than you. What? You're older than me. I think so. If eighty-four was your birth year, sexiest in the room. <laughs> You're the most distinguished. That's why you get no, the that's, that's also China. me. I have all the gray hairs to prove it. <laughs> yeah, he actually might have more gray hairs than me, though. I think, I think I'm bathing him up. Uh, I have to show you. Are we talking, about, are we talking about just on the head? Because I found some gray chest hairs now. Oh, I thought you were going lower. I well, was that like, too, wow. but I don't want to talk about Listen, it. tag. Listen, tag. <laughs> I haven't looked. <laughs> That'd be a great band name, the Gray Pubes. That's why they call me Gray Bush. <laughs> that's Uh, awesome as always I'm Daniel Janes I'm Chris O'Neill I'm Rudy Schubach and I'm Laurel Mers of the Grey Pubes TM (laughs) better better nice (laughs) Papa Merlin from the net blogs websites podcasts to this place the The mainframe chronicle our format podcasters to analyze and discuss to discuss the shows we love their strengths and flaws we discuss them until our jobs ache software pirates This is bad. This is very bad. Megabyte hit a delete command in the mask, just like you said. Only you didn't know because I should have copied and pasted the truth from the start. I am the Crimson Bino. So many moods. So little time. Be careful, young Enzo. Remember that anything worthwhile takes time. Aye, sir! Aye, aye! 
What we have here is a failure to network. Well, get to work, you two. I don't keep you around for your brains now, do I? No, sir! Not our brains! Absolutely not! The monkeys are restless, and my dog has fleas over. This is gonna take millions and millions of nanoseconds! This might even take one whole second! They say the listener lives outside the net. And listens to podcast. No one knows for sure. But, but we, we intend to find out. out. Mainframe Chronicle. Join us as we explore the world of Mainframe and the adventures of Bob, Dot, and Enzo in the Mainframe Chronicle podcast. You can find us at mainframechronicle.blogspot.com, on Twitter at mfchronicle, or on Facebook and iTunes by searching Mainframe Chronicle Podcast. The movie game is a game that Rudy and I play where we come up with a starting point and an ending point, and we try to get there using the same rules as Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, essentially. More often than not, it just sort of devolves into uh, a vehicle for which you talk about awesome movies. But yeah, that's sort of the, the bare-bone structure from, what, from the way I play it. Yes, so Rudy, what are we going to be <laughs> starting off with? Uh, we're starting with uh, Drive. So we're going from Drive to Goldfinger. We're going to connect them somehow. You want to start or you want me to start? I'll say we got the movie Drive. We're going to Ryan Gosling just because he's the only one who wanted to it. I guess exactly. <laughs> okay, Ryan Gosling is also in The Notebook. Uh, I don't know The Notebook yeah. either. Uh, wait, awesome. who's in that? Someone, um... Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. Another name I don't know. So maybe Drive uh, is not the best in, place Oh, no, I got this one. Okay. Uh, Rachel McAdams was in uh, Wedding Crashers. Wedding Crashers. Awesome. Um, that's Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. I think I'll go Vince Vaughn. I feel like he's more okay. connected. Let's go Vince Vaughn to uh, his early work, Swingers. We'll go John Favreau. Uh, so let's go with John Favreau to. He was in a bunch of movies recently. He was in um, I Love You Man. Pretty much all the Marvel movies. He was. He was in specifically Iron Man. And in Iron Man, there was. Can we go through. Iron Man and Iron Man 2. Yeah, so either of the. We can go through either of the guys who played Colonel James Rhodes, or we can go through. Robert Downey was in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Mm-hmm. With Val Kilmer? Yeah. Val Kilmer was in... Val Kilmer, Val, Kilmer was in Val Kilmer was in Batman Forever. Which so was... which was Tommy, Tommy Lee Jones, Jones and, and Jim, Jim Carrey. Tommy Lee Jones. He's got to have been in a movie that we can go through. A lot of people give us crap because they're like, you should be trying to find the shortest route. And it's like, that's not the point. That's not the point. No, no. <laughs> I mean, this isn't a great example because we're not stopping and talking about all the movies. But right. that's what we normally do, and that's usually what this game is played for. Okay, so, uh, so we got Tommy Lee Jones. We're going to go with Tommy Lee Jones to, what was he? He was in something less modern. we got to start moving backwards. He was in The Fugitive. Fugitive. Uh, Harrison Ford. Well, that'll get us to um, Harrison Ford, exactly. Harrison Ford's uh, an older actor, which means he'll be in movies closer to that time period. 
Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Oh no! Yes, you're right. He played Indy's father, and there you go. Harrison Ford to Sean Connery through Last Crusade to James Bond Goldfinger. Bam! Awesome. Well. Anyway, so that's that's an example of the movie <laughs> game. Yay, we made it. Check out the Cinemasters podcast at com. You can also find us on Facebook by searching for Cinemasters Podcast. So yeah, as always, I'm Daniel James. Trademark that. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, who's up? <laughs> Just say your Chris, name. Chris, say your name. <laughs> I'm Gray Bush. <laughs> I'm Rudy Schubach. Is it my turn? Yes, it's your turn. I'm and we are the Gray Pubes, TM. (laughs) Patent pending. (laughs) Nice. That's the worst sign-off ever. (laughs) Do you want to try again? Yeah, let's do it again.